All right, I was pumped about this one. Got uh, my friend Peter Davis back. Uh, Peter and I ranked Taco Bell back in season one. Because, yes, this is episode two of season two of Ranking Things. Uh, I'm really excited about the couple of episodes I have coming up. Um, but was pumped to have Peter back uh, to rank the five fingers. And Peter's going to explain how we had that idea. I think it was genius. This was actually a really tough list to rank. I challenge anyone uh, to uh, to go ahead and rank your five fingers. Um, uh, this was a uh, this was fun, and uh, I was happy to get Pete on the phone um, and talk through this. Uh, let me know if you want to rank anything, um, and uh, and yeah. But for now, here is uh, Peter Davis and I ranking the five fingers. Welcome back to ranking things. I am Levi, and I am excited to have my first repeat guest. We have Peter Davis, my friend, uh, my college friend, as I called you last time, and uh, when we did uh, when we did Taco Bell. And today we're going to rank the five fingers. Um, how you doing, Peter? I'm doing great, Levi. It's great to be back, and I appreciate the upgrade from college to college friends. Yeah, congratu- congratulations! <laughs> you upgraded from college student to college friend. You're now, you're now my uh, number one friend in the college um, age range. Yeah, where probably that'll probably make a lot of people pretty mad. Actually, when I say. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's not true. I'll just let's just leave you at college friend without the ranking. I'm not. That's another. That's another show for another time. Yeah, uh, I'll be back a third time for ranking things. We like college friends. <laughs> College age friends. <laughs> Sounds like a great topic. Um, so, tell the story. Tell the story of how we got the idea to rank the, the five fingers. Of course. Well, it was back in June second, a beautiful June summer day, and it, was, it happened to be at the weekend of Maggie Schlagader and uh, Brother Doctor Jose Bevia's wedding. <laughs> and Maggie's dad, my uncle Jimmy was in the car with you, Levi, I believe, and mm-hmm. he was talking and said, you know, Levi, I think a great idea for a ranking things episode would be the Finger Lakes, because, of course, Maggie and I got married at the Cayuga Lake. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me this later at the wedding. He said, yeah, and Uncle Jimmy came up and he said, you know, you should rank the Finger Lakes. We both thought the same exact thing. Wow. What a terrible idea! <laughs> yeah, that is there. I can't. I mean, I, I've been pitched a lot of bad ideas about things we should rank on ranking things, and the Finger Lakes is up there just because that's just way too niche. I mean, I do like a good geography rank, you know, to rank something geography related. But of course, um, like the states, like the states is good. Um, uh, we did the weird, uh, weird islands with mm-hmm. Sam Turner, which is an excellent episode. But uh, but clearly not going to rank the Finger Lakes. Um, I'm not. You know, I'm just not from the area. I think you only, I mean, you know what's funny about Finger Lakes is it is such a wonderful, it is a really great place, like great, great mm-hmm. area. I've had many good times due to my associations with the, with uh, Maggie and Sarah, but, um, but it's just wildly like underrated outside of people who know, like if you don't know about the Finger Lakes, you just don't know at all. Like, you, you, I mean, maybe I'm here in California, but I feel like it's not like, it's not really up there as far as like destinations, like, uh, Absolutely like, uh, like Jimmy imagined that they are worth ranking. Totally not true. Of course, Untrue. but but worth going to. I mean, we again, June second, uh, twenty nineteen was a beautiful day. Yeah. Thank you to. I'd the, like to. I, I'll plug the Finger Lakes. 
<laughs> you, you got to wait to plug things at the end. But, yeah, maybe we could uh, plug the finger lakes early on. Yeah. So instead, we had the idea at the wedding, at the reception there, to uh, to rank the fingers, our actual five fingers on our hand. So we're going to go top five fingers that you have on your hand. And I like imagining, you know, we're doing this over the phone, and I'm definitely, like, spending half of this already and definitely a lot of prep time just looking at my hand and thinking, thinking about it. Like, research research for this episode was just me staring at my fingers and kind of deciding. Yeah, you know, I've been staring at a picture of your hands, too, in this whole, whole day. <laughs> oh, no, you have not. That's not true. <laughs> so, so, uh, so uh, any other thoughts about ranking? What, what was it like to rank the fingers as you, uh, as you did your prep for this uh, important podcast? Ooh, it was exhilarating. Oh, man. So much, uh, so much self-love of my of my fingers, and <laughs> wow, such a yeah, greater I, appreciation of of the human anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, I just noticed. I noticed like I've got a couple fingers that at this point from basketball. I played a lot of basketball in my days, mm-hmm. and um, I've I've got one finger particularly that really bends significantly from jamming it multiple times, which I don't think is a break. It's just like the knuckle is kind of messed up. Mm. You know, you start to, you know, you really start to wear your history on your hands, you know? Of course. <laughs> now, you've, got, wanna, you've got the yeah, creepy one, guitar fingernails, right? From of your, course, uh, and that's going to play a factor in my rank. Absolutely. I, uh, I'm a classical guitarist myself, so a lot of my, my education and my, you know, my living, my school, my work, uh, relies on my hands, so that's definitely going to play a factor in, into my ranking of the fingers. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So let's get started. Let's let's start with your number five, um, and we'll go through number one. What is right. your least favorite finger? Well, before we even get there, Levi, I want oh, to okay. get into honorable mention. Oh. <laughs> Uh, okay, what's your honorable mention? To all of our ranking things listeners out there with, with six fingers on one hand, no, uh, I'm you not, are the I'm unsung accepting. heroes. I'm not accepting uh, this joke. This you is are not, not ex- no, That I is a good listeners. joke. <laughs> no listeners have <laughs> no, six fingers. That's not, nope. No. Have you seen The Princess Bride, Levi? If I, knew, if I knew how to cut it out, we would cut this out. So. <laughs> <laughs> for you. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to your. Let's start with your number five. We'll skip any honorable mentions because you obviously can't reasonably have honorable mentions. So your number five is. Uh, well, my number five is uh, is the pinky. Okay. Of course, a virtually useless finger. Uh, I disagree. From a guitar say. standpoint. Mm. Uh, I don't even have a fingernail on my right hand pinky because it is literally unused. Uh, and so it, it holds no bearing for me. You know, you can cut it off. I feel like my day-to-day life would be hardly affected. Uh, the plus side on the pinky, you have to give it this uh, hilarious name. I oh, mean, yeah. you get middle finger, name. ring finger, thumb, pinky. What is it? Just whimsical. Yeah, how did it get the name Pinky? I'm going to Google that. Um, how does the Pinky have the name Pinky, which is a pretty fun Google that I just did. Um, unknown origin. So, yeah, it's a, just a mystery of the Internet. 
why we have a pinky. I, well, I just the world. I disagree. So pinky is my number four. Just to jump ahead, um, spoiler. Alert. I like <laughs> I like it. I like the disrespect that you're able to flaunt with the pinky. I mean, I I think just pinky out, you know, is just a really mm-hmm. real power move. Um, it's just it's it's kind of your classiest finger in a way. Um, of course, how can you have tea time without a pinky? You can't have tea time. I also love a pinky promise or a pinky swear, which again mm. you need. Uh, you need the you need your pinky for, and if you you know forfeited your pinky as you offered to do earlier, then you would not be able to make any pinky promises and just be even less trustworthy than you are, which is too mm. bad. So that's my number four. So my number five actually is the middle finger. Interesting. So I received some heat being so low. Obviously the middle obviously the middle finger uh carries a lot of cultural weight in its uh in its use mostly, you know, primarily. Um and that's not something that I try to uh use it for. So if you remove all of that you end up that it's really just your finger for snapping. Uh, you know, when you're mm. when you're when you're snapping your fingers. Uh and uh um Otherwise, it's just large. Again, one of mine is bent the wrong way. Like I was talking about my kind of broken fingers. Uh, but you said something interesting, and it is a, it is worthwhile if we're ranking the fingers. Like, I guess I wouldn't want to remove my middle finger first if we're actually ranking, like, which finger you don't want to lose. Mm. You know, I, I probably would have to go pinky fifth because you can't do very much without your middle finger, you know, on either hand. That hand would be rendered pretty uh, a lot weaker. You'd be much know. more polite if you had no middle finger. <laughs> you, would be, you would be a lot more polite. And you would in be my, uh, birds flying around. <laughs> in my hours, in my hours of research, I found that <laughs> one of the one of the common uh, uh, um, uh, stories of how we read how we got the disrespect of the middle finger is uh, is that supposedly the French army cut off all the middle fingers of the English bowmen in the Battle of Avignon in 1415. Now, that is, Snopes.com actually refutes that because there'd be no military reason for them to do that. And what was much more likely at the time is that they would take captives and sell them back to the army um, and unharmed. So it would not have made sense for them to have that middle finger. What, 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 they say, what, what legend has it bears the middle finger salute, which... Um, so Snopes says that's not true. Now, so... Anyways, mm-hmm. I, 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 so we don't know where it's uh, come from. But the middle finger is my fifth, pinky is my fourth. What's your fourth? And my fourth is actually going to be, uh, this might be a hot take. It's mm-hmm. a controversial episode here of Ranking Things mm-hmm. with Levi. Uh, <laughs> my number four is my ring finger. Wow. I know. Interesting. And you have to keep in mind, I come... Uh, from quite the guitar background. Right, and so you really do. Yeah. My ring finger, we call it A finger in the guitar world, uh, has always given me trouble. Uh, You know, it's given me trouble with guitar, of course, but also I'm not a married man, Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like that's one of the big poles for the middle, uh, not the middle, the ring finger. Mm-hmm. You know, is is that that has that symbolism of of yeah. you know, of uh, marriage? But you must give it 
it's credit. There's this old saying, this old myth, perhaps. I don't know if it's anatomically correct, but the vein runs from your ring finger all the way to your heart directly, mm-hmm. which has some beautiful imagery there. So it's that's also, definitely where it it's pushes also probably, forward. It's, it's probably true for every finger. If you think about it, like every vein runs to the heart. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, like, I do like that story, but it's just, it's, yeah. Um, well, t- tell me more about how it gives you trouble in your guitar career. What's the issue with the A finger or the or the ring finger in your guitar career? Well, it's not particularly interesting for the audience, but here it goes. Uh, you know, the way your arm is placed, you know, it typically just gives me a kind of nasty sound as opposed to my other fingers, my index middle. Mm-hmm. which are favored more highly, uh, as we will soon see. But so ring finger is my number four. Okay. My, so then, okay, so I've got that higher. So you go uh, to re- recap already because it's been two fingers, a pinky ring. I go middle pinky. So both mm-hmm. of us have the pinky knocked out. That gets us into our third favorite finger. Uh, what is your number three? My number three, also controversial, is okay. my index finger, my pointer finger. Wow. So you're okay. So I'm, I'm kind of seeing into into the rest of your uh, setup here. So you've got your index finger as number three. Yes. Go ahead, explain. I also have the index as number three. So we just have different fingers left over. So what's your mm-hmm. uh, argument for the index finger? Well, you know, my index finger is pretty important. I do. I feel like I point often, but not often enough to warrant a number two. <laughs> I point <laughs> a lot, but other people point more than me. <laughs> yeah, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know what they say: you point one finger, point them three back at yourself. And uh, mm. hey, you try to avoid that. What can I say? I'm not much of a finger pointer. Uh, yeah, to, that, to that point, if you will, and I didn't mean to use that to that point again, but. Um, <laughs> It is so powerful when you actually point with all four fingers. You know, I've never ever tried, but like you really do make an impact when you do the full like. I'm not just pointing with one finger; I'm pointing with my whole karate chop. You know, like towards towards something, and that is really I'm really directing something when I'm doing that. And uh, again, I'm just I'm just I'm just, ki- I'm just sitting at my sitting at my kitchen table now, pointing at things all over the room mm-hmm. with my four fingers. You know. Just recognizing the power of that four-fingered point instead of the index, just the single index point. What's your thumb doing that whole time? Where's that going? Uh, you kind of—I guess you do kind of tuck the thumb in. I, I kind of tuck it down, um, so it's, it's technically facing to the, the the tip is pointing down to the floor as I'm pointing with the four mm-hmm. fingers. You know, as we get into these details. Um, so yeah, index is also my number three. I think for the pointing, which is obviously important. Um, the other thing you do with the index most commonly is press buttons. Mm. Very key. Um, you flick people. I don't know how often you get to flick someone. Uh, that's kind of a some, you know a fad, I guess at times. But, um, but uh, the uh, you you usually would use your pointer, although you can use your middle on that. And then um, I, I, you know I've been holding out getting into this topic, but the uh, the pointer is also most commonly the index, excuse me, or pointer finger is most commonly the one I use to pick my nose when I need to uh, <laughs> when I need to get in there. So and listeners, let me reassure you that is 
awesome. I just mean like if you have a tissue, you know, or a handkerchief, if you're a handkerchief kind of person. Or a bare finger. It's usually it's usually your index that you send up in there, you know, on for the excavation. You gotta go spelunking, um, you know, and your index, index finger goes up the task. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you agree. Your index is your number one uh, nose picker, but what's and for me, the second is actually the pinky, which is another reason for me that the pinky is ahead of the middle finger. Is uh, is for that for that real quick, you know, get up in there and try and get something out with a tissue. Um, mm. In the uh, in the in the in the nasal cavity in the nostril. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, yeah. I mean, that's it. so. That's another reason uh, that the index is useful. Um, uh, let me tell you a funny story about my brother. And I don't know how to do this on the audio format, but my brother, as a child for years, uh, that's Luke, who was on the last episode, would point, and then. Uh, curl and uncurl the finger as he was pointing. So seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, all those ages, when he would point, it would become this active motion where he'd curl and uncurl that point, that that index finger towards the uh, item that he was pointing at, mm. which I think is just hilarious to imagine. And how it was just so weird when he would do that. <laughs> um, so I don't really have a story besides that's just that that was weird. Mm. Any other thoughts on the index for you, which is uh, both of our number three? Uh, not an index, but I think I'll use that as a segue into my number two. Okay. So my number two is my middle finger. And you mentioned okay. something. You mentioned two things that I was going to say. Right. One is about your index finger. You mentioned that that's the thing you flick with, mm-hmm. which I uh, vehemently disagree with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've never. But I've been, I mean, maybe for the past minute and a half, I've been flicking with my first finger. <laughs> but that's a middle finger exclusive activity. Okay. And let me tell uh-huh. you, Levi, you can get some power with that middle finger. Yeah, Ooh, maybe I've been you want to make my whole life. ring, mm. middle finger that bad, Larry. Let's <laughs> <laughs> really get it, really get it ringing. I, uh, I guess. You know, now um, again, I'm, I'm, I'm imitating this at the uh, at the kitchen table here, and I guess yeah, you clearly do flick with your middle finger. I mean, I just I haven't flicked in in in, in uh, many moons. Get this flicking again, Levi. There's a there's a world of of, of joy. It <laughs> <laughs> comes with flicking. So so you said someone's ear, like get them ring, get their ear ringing. Like, would you do that behind someone as a surprise? That's a terrible terrible thing to do to your friends. Yeah, you know, I'd say it's it's mainly a middle school bullying tactic I picked up on. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your so your number two is the middle finger, even though yeah. uh, even though it's even though it's weighed down with the weight of its uh, of its uh, cultural significance. You, you're of course, it at number two. You know, not only not only does it provide you know sufficient flicking power, but you mentioned mm-hmm. also it provides you a good snapping sound. You can of course snap with other fingers. Lightly, but right. your middle finger—that's where you're going to get that that tone, that that crystal clear snap sound. And I know Matt Dwayne is with me on this one. Get that mm. poetry slam, mm. you snapping away. Are you currently snapping right now? I can think I can hear it. That's oh, big time of snapping. <laughs> good. That's <laughs> good. Uh, and uh, I, uh, not only that, mm-hmm. not only is the snapping mm-hmm. and, the, and the flicking. 
but something hilarious about the middle finger that I've read in my uh, years and years of research from the podcast mm-hmm. episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the gesture, Levi, the gesture yeah. of the middle finger dates back to uh, ancient Greece. Oh, and, really? Uh, historically, if you're interested in what it represents, there's uh, well, we've got some phallic imagery to it, Levi. Yeah, okay. is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think uh, I'm not going to claim to be the authority on the uh, my source the right now is, is, is Wikipedia. So oh, okay. I'm That's not. Great. I'm not. <laughs> You're also you can also Google mid podcast. Powerful. But how hilarious is that concept? I'm never going to see the middle finger the same. Yeah. I'm looking at it, thinking, wow. (laughs) I'm getting like high school English class flashbacks right now. Hmm. You know when you try to analyze everything. My number two, my number two is the uh, is the ring finger. Um, I do love the ring finger. I think mostly because I do I love marriage. I think the ring finger is a sign of love. Um, I love the idea of marriage. I love my own marriage. Um, I like having a ring. Uh, I like that. I like that people that it is so public. Like you can quickly check if someone is married. Which I don't know. I just like information on people. Not like I really need to know. Um, I just like the public, you know, the public aspect of it. Um, it's also a useful mm-hmm. finger um, as just the, you know, part of the gang of three right there in the middle um, doing um, all sorts of tasks, like you're saying. Uh, uh, I guess I, I've never had a problem with the guitar playing, I think. But I do have, you have long fingers too. I don't know what, you, I don't know what the issue is here with that. But, um, uh, but yeah, so it's just a... Uh, Great finger, I think you know bestowed such you know such an honor of of, of holding the wedding ring, um, you know which is really also the only acceptable ring for a man to wear. Um, so, so yeah, that's a, I'm a big fan of the ring finger. That's my number two. So that leaves us both with the thumb as number. What about one. a what about a toe ring though? That's pretty acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even finish that sentence. Uh, so number. Our shared number one is the thumb. Uh, Can I just say, okay, uh, I am getting a flashback to our previous episode together, Taco Bell. We did not plan this, ladies and gentlemen. Doritos Locos Taco, thumb. Number one, (laughs) incredible. That is the uh, common bond. Arranging uh, things first and second. First and second, two. Two shared number ones. Now, for, for the hand, I mean, it's so much easier than, I mean, the, well, I, mean I guess the Rodriguez Locos Taco is also obviously number one, as obvious as the thumb is. <laughs> the number, as obvious as the thumb is the number one uh, on the hand. Um, do you have any? Do you have anything you want to say about the thumb, or do you want me to go into my uh, research on the thumb? You know, the thumb is just so important. If you don't have a thumb, what do you do? That is what uh, differentiates humanity for most mammals mm-hmm. whereas they don't have a thumb how do you grip I'm trying to grip a glass I have in front of me having a very difficult time <laughs> with no thumb here let me pick up this pair of scissors at my desk oh I dropped them oh dear if only I had a thumb oh right then you'd hey. be able to do it I do I have mean, a thumb <laughs> it's so easy 
You can still <laughs> slap people. I would say, like, you can slap people pretty effectively with no thumb, mm. you know, which is good. Yeah. Uh, although I guess I don't get to slap people as often as maybe I should. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like you said, it separates us from the animals. Um, I, I also think, you know, the thumbs up is such a useful symbol, you know, really of course. useful. And, of uh, course. you know, uh, one of the best emojis as well on, on, uh, you know, on your texting. Hmm. Really critical to be able to give the thumbs up. It's just like a casual agreement with whatever's going on. Um, sort of, uh, yeah, well, to sort of go off against the, the thumbs up, the thumbs down, perhaps the most passive aggressive, uh, yeah. passively aggressive of gestures. Is it passive? I think it might just be straight aggressive to give someone a thumbs down. Well, if you're you going know? to do a thumbs down, but you want to be aggressive about it, just give them the finger, you know? <laughs> What's the difference? Thumbs down is like it's like the PG middle finger. Uh, no, I think the thumbs down just takes all the wind out of the sails. You know, whatever idea mm. you had, I'm just putting a thumbs down. <laughs> and now, you know, sorry, you're just uh, scuppered. You're you just know? scum. <laughs> yeah, you're just your idea is not worth it. So, mm. yeah, uh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. The negative power also of the thumb. You know, mm. really, yeah. Not equal to the middle finger, but but also a a, a, a lot of a, a lot of impact in the thumb down. You know? Thumb wars, thumb wars. A tech, you know, fun fun game. You know, you, thumb wars really needs like a weight class system. You know, of course, in, in the, you would in be the box, heavyweight in the boxing sport. I mean, <laughs> in the boxing sport, in, in in the sport of boxing, you can't. You know, you're not even allowed to compete with someone who weighs uh, whatever eight pounds more or less than you do. Right. And uh, you know, the thumb war is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you really should only pick on people your own size at that game. Absolutely. Well, that was the, that was the fingers. So uh, to repeat, what are your five, your top five fingers? So starting at number five, I had pinky, ring, index, middle finger, and my number one was the thumb. Hmm. So we have the first and the third one the same, as in my our third is the index and my first is the thumb, but... I go middle, pinky, index, ring, thumb. So you're just very wrong, uh, basically. <laughs> but the, yeah, but um, but I think yeah, clearly thumb is number one. I think anyone who would argue that is is missing, you know, is is missing the point. It's it, it feels like one, and then the the other four are on a different uh, tier. You know, mm. I don't think uh, I don't think index or 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 ring or middle finger get on the uh, get on the competition with thumb course so yeah number one of the bullet all right uh that was uh that was the five fingers what are you eating lately well as embarrassing as it is i've been making lots of microwaved omelets <laughs> mm. microwaved omelets uh, how do you do that well here's what you do it's simple it takes a minute and a half and it's pretty delicious you crack mm-hmm. uh i crack three eggs in a mug scramble them up with a fork throw in last night i threw in some spinach Mm-hmm. Uh, some turkey bacon, oh, and a little diced onion, uh, salt, okay. pepper. Throw it in the microwave. Minute thirty. Take it out. Mix it up. A uh, little bit of sriracha, cheese. You are good to go. So, did you have diced onion on hand? I have two thoughts. Diced onion was that something that your roommates had in the fridge, or did you dice an onion for this scenario? 
dice it up myself. We now have dice down in the fridge. Didn't need, right. didn't need it much. <laughs> okay. All right. And then um, second, well, actually, I do. I did put this. This is one of my eating lately's on one of the episodes. I don't know which one. Um, the microwaving and microwaving eggs, the microwave omelet thing is such a to me. Well, it, it's a huge. The huge pro is and there's no mess when you microwave mm. the omelet. The the con though is that there is a mess in that cup. You say you, you microwave it in a mug. Mm-hmm. So do you have to soak it overnight. Like it, it will not dishwash. So my point is, you, uh, you you do that microwave the eggs with the with the toppings and then scrape it onto a plate, eat it, which is delightful, like you're saying, and it's such a e- way easier than getting a frying pan out. But then, at least for my dishwasher, that mug is not going to go through the dishwasher. You you now have to soak that mug overnight and remember to get it mm. in the dishwasher later. It certainly so. requires a quick cleanup. Yeah, almost or instantaneous. That, yeah. Uh, there you go. That would be the alternative. Yeah, immediately the mug. Up. That's what I should. That's what I should be doing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And you you don't eat it out of the mug. So you take it. You put it. You serve it onto a plate from the mug. Oh no, I eat it straight out of the mug. Okay, that's a, a to go meal. Yeah, I was, I, yeah, that's what I said. I don't know. Again, I don't remember which episode it was that I had that on it, but it, to me, that's a uh, classic. Bring it in the car. Perfect uh, for a commute. Yeah, but yeah, definitely a uh, a tip that everyone should know that you can microwave uh, eggs a minute and a half, two minutes. It's great. Hmm. Um, my eating lately is uh, well kombucha. We've been buying a lot of kombucha uh, from Costco now and keep it in the fridge outside, aka the beer mm-hmm. fridge. And, um, uh, you know, I guess there's nothing – I feel lame about it because it's not some big revelation. Like, kombucha is delicious. Uh, I guess we've just reached the bougie point that we have kombucha at home now <laughs> instead of it being, like, a special occasion. <laughs> so I guess my way my eating lately is that I'm eating uh, well with the <laughs> with uh, kombucha in the fridge. Um, love that ginger lemon flavor. Any, any kombucha with ginger in it, um, sign me up for that. It's funny. I'd love to you, try and eat that drink. Oh, whatever. Come on. Uh, what, <laughs> yeah. Are you a Are you a kombucha fan or no? Uh, not personally. No. It's yeah. a little too much uh, weird stuff in the bottom. And it freaks me out a little bit. Yeah. Mm. What um, What do you have a hot sports take? Oh, have I got the sports take for you? Yeah. Now, last time when I was on for Taco Bell, you may have remembered I had to have. Uh, Big Foe, I believe, uh, mm-hmm. fill in for my hot sports take because I was yeah. slightly underprepared. But ladies and gentlemen, I've been yeah. calling it since the beginning. And finally, at long last, the Washington Mystics are oh. WNBA champions at last. That, that's you, long-time Mystics fan. Of course. I've been, I've been a... Just fervent fan of the WNBA for years, mm-hmm. not really. But <laughs> <laughs> earlier this month, Washington D.C. Mystics beat the Connecticut Sun mm. in Game Five of the Finals. And wow! Man, oh man, did they, those ladies put up a fight? <laughs> Do you know uh, any of the players? It, it, I only know one, and I'm and I'm doing this without googling. Do you know any of the Mystics? Not one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, I, I do. I do appreciate your uh, 
uh, your shout out to the to the Mystics because uh, I I do enjoy from the, I, I do enjoy a rare WNBA highlight uh, on my Twitter feed. But uh, Elena Deladon, <laughs> Elena Deladon is the uh, is the leader of the uh, of the Mystics, um, and she's a beast. She's got an amazing inside outside game, which means that she can score close to the basket or far away. Uh, so she's a blast. That's uh, Go Elena. That's Elena Deladon. Yeah, I like I like anyone who rolls with a nickname, you know, like mm-hmm. yes, or, oh sorry, excuse me, with a middle name, like yes, mm-hmm. refer to me by my full name, Elena Bella Don. I like. What's that. your middle name, Levi? James. Levi James. Levi James. Levi James. Yeah. Levi James Chelino, Peter Andrew Davis. I didn't ask what your middle name was, by the way. Well, um, I don't care. My house for sake is. Uh, um, that there's an American named Christian Pulisic, who anyone who's a soccer fan already knows. He is probably he's definitely the best American soccer player at this time uh, on the U.S. Men's National Team, and he's currently playing for Chelsea in England. And mm-hmm. last Sunday, he scored his first hat trick. So not only his first, it was actually his first goal in the Premier League. So he played in Germany for a few years and then moved over to the English League, which is the best league in the world. Um, so he's on one of the best teams in the best league in the world now, which is good for America. Um, and he scored a hat trick. So a hat trick means three goals. He, but it's not just a hat trick. It's one of my favorite kind of sports uh, things. It's a, in soccer only. There's something called a perfect hat trick. Have you ever heard of a perfect hat trick, Peter? Uh, no, but it sounds pretty darn good. So a, a perfect <laughs> hat. A perfect hat trick is when you score um, a goal with your left foot and your right foot and your head. Which are basically, unless you use your hip or your or your chest or something, the three ways that you usually would score goals. Mm. So he, so Christian Pulisic scored a perfect hat trick against Burnley, uh, right foot, left foot, and then with his head. Um, the holy trinity of hat tricks, if you will. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's 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 a special uh, soccer accomplishment. It's really really good news for for the U.S. Who I've I've you know bemoaned on the podcast before missed the uh, world the last World Cup. Um, and we mm-hmm. need Christian and all his uh, all our other uh, uh, men's national team players to keep performing at a high level. But this is a great sign um, for him to score his first goals in England, and uh, hope he continues to play in a high level until we get to uh, 2022, which is our next uh, next World Cup. Truly. So uh, that was my housework. Like, do you have a you have a parent corner? If anyone who uh, doesn't remember you live um, you live with a couple of kids. Um, yes. And their parents, father, and their parents. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you have any stories about them? Or I do. So I have uh, I have four roommates, two of whom are uh, one and three years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two are parents, of course. But mm-hmm. uh, so this is an older parent corner, but just such a great story. When I first moved in here, Theodore, who's the oldest, he. Uh, we came back from church one Sunday afternoon, and I come upstairs and I'm changing out of my out of my uh, you know, my, my my dress shirt, and so I'm in my room, which is upstairs, and I'm shirtless, just taking off my shirt. Okay. And Theodore, unbeknownst to me, wanders up, and this was must have been the first weekend after I moved in, mm-hmm. and he walks into my room and I'm shirtless, and he yells, "Uncle Peter's naked." <laughs> to which I replied, "No, I'm not. No, no, no." 
to be clear. Please do not kick me out of your house. <laughs> <laughs> Just thanks for sure. <laughs> that's funny. Um, so, so that's been a funny, uh, a funny thing, and we actually do reference that often. My uh, my brother John painted me a, a picture for Christmas last year. Oh wow! Where uh, it was a, a nude painting of me. <laughs> <laughs> and, the title, hang, naked. and we have it hanging up in the house and now uh, when Theodore walks by it's in the stairwell going up to my room and when he walks by and he sees it points and he goes Uncle Peter's naked so, wow uh, fantastic I can expect we can expect a visit from child services when he uh, attends public school that's, <laughs> 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 that's funny um, mine happened today. Uh, Pip and I went to the Trader Joe's as we are wont to do. And this was the uh, first time that this happened. We walked into Trader Joe's and she immediately said banana. Mm. So she's in, she's in the, uh, she's in the, um, um, what's it called? What you, oh, shopping cart. She's you know up in that baby seat and yes. just immediately says banana. And it cracked me up because Basically, she's gotten used to what's happened twice, only twice before. This is just the third time that we we buy a bunch of bananas and immediately give her one. So she knew that this was the place that she eats a banana while we walk around the store. And then she sat there just happily while I grabbed the. It, was, it wasn't that many things I needed to get, the eight eight nine things. While she ate a whole banana. And then uh, the other thing that cracked me up is the um, the checkout guy just had no problem. So I kind of just held the banana up. I, I, I don't know how to do this uh, on the audio format, but I held the banana kind of near my near my head, maybe maybe six inches, like basically just held my arm up with the banana peel in my hand, saying, "Charge me for this banana." Uh, the baby ate one, and it was you know it was cute because it's her first. She asked for it, right? That's why I, I kind of <laughs> tried to tell the story. The uh, the gentleman reached over the counter and took the peel out of my hand just like real quick, and then said, no problem, I'll charge it for you, and I'll throw it away. And I, for some reason, I was like scandalized a little bit. I was like, what do you, like, I could have thrown that away. Like, I don't know, my baby <laughs> just ate ate the banana out of that banana. I didn't mean to, I, di- I didn't think, I was holding up to show you. I wasn't like holding up the banana peel, like, here, you take it. You know, it was kind of funny. Then I was like, oh, man, did I, did that guy think that, that I was assuming he would grab the banana peel? <laughs> no, that was, that was pretty funny. Um so yeah, so uh, that was. Uh, I think it's pretty pretty hilarious the idea that she thinks that Trader Joe's means that she gets a banana. Precious. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? I do. Uh, of course, we mentioned it earlier. The Finger Lakes. It's uh, not as good of a ranking things topic as one might think, but a beautiful place nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in addition to that. Uh, on Instagram, okay. Follow if you don't uh, at Peter Makes Music. That is my music account where I post my. Uh, currently, it's just my classical guitar content, but there will be some uh, more vocal stuff and and more of my musical uh, endeavors will be there Thank in the you. future. That's nice. Uh, yeah, so I, I, Peter Makes Music. Back. Proud of you for getting that 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 handle. That's pretty cool. Peter makes music. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Peter Davis guitar, but I figured, you know, why limit myself? Dream big. Yeah, why limit <laughs> yourself? 
That's cool. Who are you with in the in the picture? Uh, the most recent picture? Such as your teacher or something? Some... That is uh, Scott Tennant. He is a famous classical guitarist, a Grammy winner. Oh, okay. Grammy winning member of the Los Angeles Guitar Quartet. Hmm. And over the summer, he came to my school for a wow. festival and giving master classes uh, all throughout the week. And it was a great experience. It was really, cool. really fun. Great, great learning experience for sure. Yeah, that's neat. Um, well, I guess in the theme, I will plug also my other Instagram account, which is gastrogram, G-A-S-T-R-E-A-U gram. Um, and that's just uh, food I eat. So basically, I think as important as your you pursuing your dream uh, Absolutely. Is, is the food that I eat. <laughs> so, But no, not really. Um, so yeah, follow Gastrogram if you want to see uh, food I make at home and food I eat out. Just I like food, and uh, that's the uh, that's the Instagram for that, Gastrogram. I think among my favorite, looking at your posts on Gastrogram, you have three that I particularly love. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, Totino's Pizza Rolls box, mm-hmm. a uh, a selection of gas station uh, snacks. Oh yeah, yeah. Microwave burritos and things of the sort. Oh yeah, the all subs. Well, all subs is a whole other. I, I mean, I guess it's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. But all subs is a gas station that's only in New Mexico and West Texas, mm. and that spread that you that you're seeing there is just this epic hot bar of food that they have, including fried pizza. But really the thing to get is they have hatch and hatch green chili chimichangas, which mm. are delicious. Like I'd put them against any fast food item. They're delicious. So if you if you if you know you know about all stuff. So I had to I had to include the uh had to include the all stuff on the gastrogram. Of course. And let our listeners be uh, aware that there is more I'd say Enjoyable food content than Totino's pizza rolls and all such <laughs> spreads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, but I, I keep I keep that uh, I keep yeah, food of food from all walks of life. I try to get on the uh, on the gastrogram. <laughs> I'm trying to reach a wider audience. Yeah, a wide audience. You know, it's not it's not all sushi and raclette. You know, of course. it's also uh, nachos and uh, and uh, chimichangas. <laughs> Yeah. Cool, man. Well, thank you, uh, thank you so much for uh, for this interview, and uh, thanks for being the first ever second um, guest on the show. Thank you for having me back. It's a true honor, Levi. Appreciate and uh, hope hope uh, hope you reconsider your ranking of the fingers and uh, stop putting <laughs> people off as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs>